Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Welcome to the Popcorn Talk Network. For the online broadcast network that features movie discussion, news, and interviews, press one. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. Let those who worship evil's might beware my power. Green Lantern's light. From the Popcorn Talk Network, the online broadcast network for movie talk, and the schmoes know, this is DC Movie News, bringing you the most up-to-date discussion and commentary within the DC Universe. Greetings, fans of the DC Universe. Thank you so much for taking time out of your busy day to join us and not following, say, Margot Robbie, who most likely has a periscope of the set of Suicide Squad going right now. Damn, there are a lot of pictures going around about that movie. I'm Adam Gertler. <laughs> I'm Roxy Stryer. And joining us in place of Johnny LaQuasto is a self-described full frontal nerd. Am I getting that right? <laughs> Alexis right. Yeah. Torres. Hey, Alexis, everybody. welcome. Thank you, thank you, thank, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. So you can... Uh, follow us at DC Movies SK. Uh, for me, it's at Adam Gertler. At Roxy Stryer. At A Torres 890. Okay. Oh, we, so. ca- we kept it simple. You and I, I just want to be different, guys. Okay. And, 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 and with that with that social media stuff, you know, I think uh, most people that hang out with us and talk to us see that we're pretty back and forth. We're pretty much an open book. Uh, and uh, we love to engage with you and talk with you about the show. How you doing, Roxy? I'm doing well. I'm excited for this week. I'm really bummed that I missed last week where there was so much TV time, TV time. Still don't know that song. Still not going to learn it. Don't All right. Know. This weekend, it's time for me to teach you. Maybe. A couple of whiskeys and some TV time. Man, there are a lot of Suicide Squad photos going on. Yeah, you know, honestly, at this point, it, it, there's just a lot of green hair being thrown around. I know. And I don't know how I feel about it right now. Like, I'm super excited. Don't get me wrong. But yeah. at the same time, I'm kind of like, oh, Jared. You you're not you're you're not the Joker that I was picturing at all. Do you are you upset that he just kind of like walks around and flaunts about about? I mean like he, he's like shopping with the green hair. He's no. like I mean I'm glad that he's embracing it. I just just watching these set photos, I'm just kind of like, oh, what do you have grills in? Like what the hell is that? I don't know. When you say that, do you mean you want him to maybe wear a beanie of some sort when to he does his it? everyday activities? <laughs> or I just don't know how he could not be like flaunting the Joker it. in the 1989 Tim. Burton uh, when he was <laughs> at, in character wearing the beanie. Um, no, well, I mean, yeah, I mean, he's definitely rocking out his green hair. Like, if it were yeah. an actor that maybe wanted to have a little separation there, throw a baseball cap on. I mean, not a beanie. And I'm not saying he should or not. I'm just saying, like, a lot of actors I just think would. Mm-hmm. And I think yeah. he's very much like like letting his freak flag fly as the Joker. I mean, that's just the choice. This, this this movie seems to have a lot of its uh, viral marketing and social media is is so interconnected with the, the the promotion of the film at this point. Absolutely. I think probably it was a childhood dream to have green hair and now he gets to live that and nobody so gets to gonna... judge him. It's an excuse. It's easy. Well, specifically what we're talking about, let's look at some of these photos, shall we? Uh, so we got Joker and Harley Quinn having the fight on the set of the Suicide Squad, which is <laughs> really interesting. You got Harley uh, or maybe Harleen at this point with the mm-hmm. glasses and the sort of denim outfit. So cute. Looked like he really slapped her. I know. That's what I was thinking. I was like, oh, it's gotta hurt. But mm. I'm also glad that they're actually putting that in the movie. I think yeah. it's gonna be so good to see. This isn't Joker's- cute. No. It's an abusive relationship. Which is exactly how it's depicted, and that's how it should be. I agree with that, but I'm nervous after, what was it, a couple weeks ago, months ago, we talked about the cover of something where it was too violent towards women and whatnot. Yeah, this does remind you of hashtag change the cover. Yeah. Well, it's good to see that they're not backing down from the story that they're telling. I mean, this is a, there's, you know, what, you know, uh, what more despicable thing can you imagine than, like, this sort of, like, uh, physically abusive, mentally abusive relationship, and the Joker is not a nice guy. Are they going to receive back? Backlash on it, though. Probably, do yeah. I care? Um, probably, probably not. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly how I. <laughs> feel I mean, about in this, it. in today's society, if you don't receive backlash for something, you're doing it wrong, most likely. I agree with. What that. do you guys think about where this scene takes place in the film? It's just fun to uh, speculate. I have some ideas. What do you guys think? 
Oh, you mean what do we think where it could yeah, possibly like, take place? And, and, like, and at, because clearly they're out and about. She's not dressed as Harley Quinn. Like, do you think this is a flashback? Do you think this is in the current continuity of the film? Is the Joker going to be in jail or is he out and about? Like, it also kind of reminds me of the Will Smith photos that we saw where he was in that like pimp gear. Like, it seems like there's like, <laughs> I like flashbacks maybe happening. I didn't mind it. I loved it. No, I no, mean, no, no. It, this whole scene, even though it might not be exactly from it, it's kind of reminding me from, I'm trying to remember the comic I just bought it for um, as I was going for free comic book day I think it was Bruce Timm's uh, uh, Harley Quinn uh, comic book where yes. uh, she's trying to be all sexy in her like lingerie and she's he's just kind of slapping her around kind of oh. thing and, but then it does the flashback of when they first met and she's telling her pets or her hyenas about you know how they met and everything so I thought maybe that's what they're gonna do maybe it's not a flashback maybe it's just a random cutback to it you know before the whole story starts mm-hmm. that's what I was thinking I would, I would think it wouldn't necessarily be a flashback I think that it has to be post being in prison not pre and they're out trying to um, almost blend in it looked like he's, he's trying to wear his suit he's trying yeah. to be like a, a citizen of society I, I mean know. if I were to speculate I'm going with that this is the past you think yeah. so I even think you know and, and you can't really get too much of a time period from the outfit but you can say the zooty suit thing could be like you know him being retro 15 years ago it doesn't really fit into a time period but the Lamborghini is I don't know I, I'm still hopeful and again I don't necessarily want to know what happens in the film either but if I were to speculate this seems to me like a like it could be a <clears throat> could be a flashback I mean I, I really don't know because then why it's would tough. he just be hitting her in the street based on the car too yeah yeah I mean, Wild there stuff. is that other picture of, of her holding the gun to his head, so I'm going to assume if it and isn't it, him escaping from, if it's not him just being out and about, it might be him uh, escaping from prison and she's trying to stop him. The gun to the head was what made me think it was the origin. It was like, you want to shoot me? Shoot me! You want to shoot me? No, you don't want to shoot me. You love me. Yeah. You're, you're messed up. And then she goes off and puts on the makeup and yeah. then it's like, like you said, now it's like that's where she actually fell in love mm. with him. Huh. I don't um, know. It's, it's tough. All right, and we got more Joker, Joker, Joker. Our next, uh, yeah, I could, I can't oh, tell what's going on with his teeth. I don't know if they're painted, or that's why I said earlier. I'm like, is that like a grill? Like, what's happening with his teeth right now? There've been so many comments about his teeth, and I'm then so I confused. think he came out and said that his teeth don't really look the way that they look in some pictures. But then we've seen him film, and they do look the way mm-hmm. they look in some yeah. pictures. Also, how damaged is the damaged? Yeah. And there's just a lot of questions. One thing I will say, though, and I, I don't think that this is getting enough credit, is that he does look creepy. He does. He looks creepy as all get out yeah. to me. So even if it's not the exact Joker you pictured or, or whatnot, we've seen many different versions. Yeah. This is yeah. definitely a different version. Yeah, and again, if it was the exact Joker you pictured, you might find yourself in a position where people were paying you to make movies. I mean, that's the thing that a lot of people don't <laughs> I mean, understand is, like, what you imagine <laughs> isn't not necessarily... You know, maybe you want to be surprised by people who make a ton of money doing this, breaking new stories, finding new ways to uh, present this to us. You know, exactly. I mean, you know, I was just telling someone before, it takes so much energy to be negative looking forward to something. Like, Mm -hmm. why not be cautiously optimistic? And then you'll have for the rest of eternity to be disappointed about the thing once it's there. Well, according to everybody in the chat roll, which it's really awesome that you guys are all here, everyone's saying grill. It's all grill. It's a grill. It's a grill. Well, because, so so now if it's a grill, forgive my ignorance, does that mean it's on on top of teeth? Or could he have his, his face busted up by, like, say, Batman or someone like that? And he's just put that. I mean, it can go either way. Some people do put that over their teeth, and some people actually have them replacing ass teeth. So it really can depend. I yeah, don't maybe really he know. likes it because he likes to use it to bite mother's faces off. You know what I mean? Like, maybe he gets really nasty, and he gets on someone, and those metal teeth things bite him. I just thought he something. liked it because it's shiny, because it's Joker. Yeah, <laughs> I think this would be like a, a Nelly Band-Aid type thing, where yeah. originally Band-Aids were used to cover cuts and make you protected, and then sometimes some rapper comes out and puts a Band-Aid on his face, and people think it's cool. So we don't know whether he has grills because he needed them or I think there because... was a story not to go too far but I think no. there was a story for Nelly's Band-Aid I think it was like <laughs> supposed to represent someone I don't know who it was I'm sorry if I'm getting that wrong but maybe the girls what... represent something then. I don't know <laughs> no 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 it, it, we haven't uh, we've getting a lot of comments and we're not talking about Nelly enough on the DC Movie News show so <laughs> I'm glad you brought it up hey I'm we talk about Robert, rappers all the time though we talk about Common so yeah. I mean there you go and you He's know normally relevant, you're though. filling in the slot bit. that Johnny would be putting wrestlers in there so right yeah, you know it's true so you can just kind of Swerve. This actually kind of looks like Eminem. Well, a little bit. Listen, Can you imagine? <laughs> we, we will find out the answer uh, to the questions regarding the Joker's grill, the time damaged. period, and many, many more, and his damage tattoo when this movie gets here uh, next August. Right? It's next August. 
Oh, wow. Is it? Yeah, it's, it's, it's coming crazy. up. It's, it's crazy. coming up. Wow. Once this thing starts rolling, it's going to be great. Phil Lord gives us a little update about this Flash movie. Um, you know, basically saying, like, yeah, we know Flash is a really, really popular TV show right now. I think the uh, Flash it's finale so beat uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. in the ratings. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. ratings were going down. Flash ratings going up. It really is great. I... I think the show honestly got better and better as it went along. It constantly surprised me. Um, I know you love the show. I'm completely obsessed with it. I thought that the finale was the best episode to date, even. Mm-hmm. Or, or the second to last episode. Really, really I, good. I agree. I completely agree with you. I just think it's amazing. Um, the Arrow finale I wasn't thrilled with. Right there. Just that, saying. Why? Because you don't believe that Stephen Amell is not going to ever be the Arrow again? Spoilers. Uh, spoilers. I, I don't believe... <laughs> Because as as far as spoilers go, um, I'm not into the riding off into the sunset, I'm happy moment. Also, I'm not into yeah. what they've done with Felicity's character this season. The, the, uh, look, pretty much, uh, I'm, I'm so, uh, not to go off on a tangent, because we're here to talk about, we're going to talk about the Flash movie, but TV I will say time. this, we're not, we're not in TV time yet. We're not there yet. Um, oh, I, I think, I just want to say, because I'll forget this later, is like, obviously everybody knows how much they pretty much bit off the plot of Batman Begins for the entire season of Arrow. <laughs> sure so they had to steal that little scene from the end of Dark Knight Rises, right. when Bruce yeah. Wayne is off of me. I mean, like, they stole a beat for like, yeah, yeah pretty let's, much. Let's Straight call up. a spade a spade a spade. Yeah. Um, but whatever. It's, it's, it's fine. Um, yeah, they're saying Barry Allen. They're saying different tone. What do you think about uh, Lord and Miller's comments or Phil Lord's comments? You know, they're funny guys, so we expect a funny film. It, also, their comments about this being more of a standalone. It was kind of confusing. Obviously, this is linked to the rest mm-hmm. of the yeah. universe. So calling it a stand, almost a standalone was weird to me. Uh, their, the, their whole point is they don't want to do what the TV show is. I think that Phil Lord's quote was, we're trying to break a, break a story. So yeah. whatever's going on in the Flash the TV show, they don't want to do that. The problem is the TV show is great. So if they try to gear too far away, when he... You might ruin no, it. I, right. He also announced that they were probably using Barry Allen. So if you're going to mm-hmm. do a Barry Allen story and it's going to be a completely different story, it could be great, but don't make it great on purpose for not being what it is great doing already, if that yeah. makes any sense. No, no. Well, I totally understand that. I think there's a, a lot of ways to tell a funny Flash story or a Flash story that has humor in it without aping the the tone of the Flash show, which, as some people have pointed out, is really more akin to the Marvel films. Like, the Flash tone is that perfect blend of, of uh, you know, uh, self-awareness and self-referential, um, you know, with the Cisco character and, right. you know, things like that. And, and, and it, But it still allows the stakes to have weight of, of the comic book action. Mm-hmm. Um you know, I'm wondering if, if they're saying like this is going to kind of stand alone, like tonally, like this is going to be kind of a funnier film, that's more like I an Ant Man kind of thing. That's what I think that they probably mean because we know that it is part of the universe. Absolutely. So, yeah. so there will, in some way, be a crossover of some sort, and we're going to have people who come in appear. It's just the way that this works. But I, I do think it will have its own tone, like you're saying. Yeah. Which I appreciate. Yeah. yeah. And I honestly can't wait. I can't wait to see like 150 million dollar movie budget. Flash effects, like oh, we've still never seen that. So never good. seen the Flash on the big screen. People forget we've got Green Lantern. We only have really had Batman, do we Superman, really have and Green, Green Lantern. Lantern. Though, like, do but we, we really? <laughs> ish, ish. You know what? I mean, look. Part of it counts. Green Lantern, like what was the the, the beginning part with like Abin Sur, like uh, that was like really awesome. Yeah, okay, like I'll that, give that, you that. that that one sequence with the ring transitioning and the way that that dude looked. Mm-hmm. There were moments. It, I wanted yeah. to see that movie. Yeah, then it went off the rails. Yeah. As far as the Flash goes, we haven't talked about it in a little bit, but yes, I love Grant Gustin on TV show. Of course, everybody knows that. But Ezra Miller is such an incredibly talented actor mm-hmm. that I I've forgotten how excited I am to see him in this film yeah. and what he can do with this character. I I, I, I feel like the film is going to be a little bit more grounded than the TV show. The TV show gives up the conceit that like there's just super powered people backing off, you know, popping out everywhere. Kind of like Smallville did. It just does it much better than Smallville in my opinion. So I would I would think that the the Flash film is going to be more grounded. It's going to be a lot of wonder about the fact that he's got these powers, these yeah, fast powers, and, and exploring the humor of all that. And that's what I, I want out of this movie is that we get to. I mean, with TV, we can we can kind of stick to like a, a very strict kind of line, but with the movie, we can kind of explore more of it. Mm. And I that's what I'm mostly looking forward to is just really kind of you know not to pun it, but like break boundaries and things like that. Okay. Yeah, very excited okay. to see see how this develops. We still don't know if they're actually directing it or not. You know, these guys are working on lots of stuff, um, and we're finally also Sounds getting like yes. some news about. Uh, 
Lex Luthor. To go back to uh, Suicide Squad for a moment, there are... Um, you know, some rumors going around now that uh, Luther will actually be the primary villain in Batman v Superman. Right, because Doomsday was announced, but then all uh, speculated. But mm-hmm. Here's the thing. If Doomsday is actually in it, I can't imagine Doomsday being, like, the main threat in this movie. Like, it, I, again, I have no really? idea what the movie is. I couldn't because it just seems like it would be such another thing. Yeah. How would you give Doomsday his due weight in a film that already has this much going on? And it's like... I, I feel like this idea of possibly being introduced to the, the concept of Doomsday, some weird, you know, Zod clone, or something that maybe eyes are opening, or like we're seeing it developing toward the end of the film. I, I kind of hope that it would it would wait until uh, a Justice League or something like that. I agree with that yeah, completely. Okay. Yeah. That makes more sense. I, I totally get that now. I didn't think because I kind of wanted him to be like the main villain. No, uh, yeah, I totally didn't think future ahead of time. Yeah, there. well, okay. I mean, there's just there's a lot going on, and I think that he's a great villain. I I love the Doomsday fight in the original, you oh, know, comics run. It's so epic, you know, glorious. like splash page, splash page, splash page. <laughs> um, right. I, I was just thinking that they nobody was saying he was going to be the main villain in this. Everybody's saying that he will be a, make an appearance of some sort, but yeah. he won't be. Lex is supposed to be the main villain in this, which is what's confusing to me. So now there's talk about Lex actually appearing in his power suit, right? Which many All of you will remember be- from the 1984 Superpowers action figures when you squeeze his legs together and Lex Luthor does this, <laughs> and he's got the green and purple outfit on. He's actually rocked that in the comics for a few decades since then as well. This is what Zack Snyder's quote about him was. He's not any of the Lexes that you've seen, that's for sure. Other than him being a captain of industry and one person to the world and another person to himself, and bald, of course, our Lex is disarming and he's not fake. He says what he believes and he says what's on his mind. If you can unravel the string that and decipher what that means, it's all there. So, hmm. hmm. Very interesting. I'm very, very excited. I Here's would like what to I unravel. Think. Here's my like prediction, my BBS prediction of the week. You tell me how you guys think, you know, in the comments and everything. Let us know how you play this plays out. Obviously, Batman and Superman fight. Um, and then the bigger threat, you know, then somehow they come to terms with everything. You're okay. I'm okay. Let's hug it out. But Lex Luthor is not taking that. And then he's taking this power suit technology to the next level. Perhaps stumbled upon some of that Kryptonian atmosphere, yeah. we'll call it kryptonite, that is now wounding him. And so the Lex Luthor power suit totally gets the advantage over Kal-El. About to beat the Kryptonian off his chest. <laughs> and then what so happens? <laughs> Batman shows up. Short circuits that thing, beats the piss out of Lex Luthor. Oh, that's better than beating the Kryptonian off somebody. Yeah, yeah. And no, you'll yeah. beat off a Kryptonian, and <laughs> that's it. what I think. Yeah. So I think he goes down, and I think you know ultimately there's the ultimate fight with Luthor and the power suit. I know it's a lot of power suit stuff, but and then maybe like that we see like Doomsday like eyes light up, active, and? and I do like the idea of like messing with the corpse of Zod and making that into Doomsday <laughs> oh. somehow. Like that's cool. That would be so gross, but awesome at the same time. But you literally, sorry to, to no. interrupt you, but like that's literally like you need to stay out of my brain because that's exactly how I pictured the movie going to play out. And I told everybody this is how I want it, and they're like, "Oh, I guess that'd be cool." I'm like, "You guess, like you guess, you you can you can suck it because it's awesome." <laughs> <laughs> well, here's the thing, as Adam said earlier, you know the way that you see things. If you were the one doing the movies, they'd be paying you guys to do exactly. it. So I don't know. I've been, exactly. saying, I've been saying that for years. I still, I mean, I hope I have a new theory every single week and I hope I see the movie and it's nothing I imagine. That's kind of what I'm hoping too but at the same time I would re- really like to see like if you and I went to go watch the movie yeah. and it actually played out like that we would just be going nuts. Yeah. No. It'd be pretty amazing. Uh, it'd be pretty amazing. Uh, what's next? What are we going to talk about? You want to talk about uh, Matthew McConaughey? I guess I want to talk about Who him. Who doesn't always want to talk about Matthew McConaughey? All right. All right. All right. I don't want to take my shirt off. Was that that was the most him. like overused statement I could have just worry. made. I mean... <laughs> There's there's not that much to say about him except for the fact that he came out and said that if the right role was presented to him from either Marvel or DC, he might maybe possibly take it. Like That's very big and I'll tell you why that's very big because okay. here you have this, you know, Academy Award level actor yes. here. Okay, mm-hmm. genius guy just went won an Academy Award for Best Actor. Right. He did. And, and gave he's the worst basically, speech of all time. Right. But and, and he's not saying 
that's not my game. I don't want to play that. He's saying, yeah, absolutely. Money's good. The deal's good. It's going to be fun if it's at the terms. Him basically putting it out there is saying, like, if he wants to do one, he's going to do one. Right. Who wouldn't want him to do one? Marvel or DC? Like, who wouldn't want McConaughey? What, what, part, what, what part do you want him to play? Like, what super? Well, the obvious villain? question. Okay, I'll tell you the rumor today, as far as I came in here on a Latino review, I saw that there was rumor for him to be uh, the new Norman Osborn. Right. Which is a no-brainer. Is it weird that I want him to play the question? No, not at all. Mm. I think he would be good. That's very interesting. So you definitely want to see him in, in DC yeah. as opposed to Marvel. Obviously, well, we're here to talk about DC. Well, I, mean, I want to see him in DC. I, don't, I, can't, I can't put his face on anybody in Marvel just yet. But this for is, me, even though there is no face on the question, I just thought his voice would be really cool. You know Osborne's I mean? a layup, right? I mean, like, sure. Like, look, great actors have played Norman Osborne before. Yeah. But could he drive a Lincoln? God, he's going to drive a Lincoln. Um, what do you guys think? What do you want to see McConaughey play? In DC Universe, here's what I was thinking. This is an out there one. Obviously, he'd make a, a really good Green Lantern. I mean, a Hal Jordan. That's also a no-brainer. A smiling, charming. You'd be like... Uh, I kind of want to stay away from that, but I, get, I, but I see you. It, it just seems like obvious. I'm, I'm looking at the slate and what major character is that you have to go obvious first. We I'm know who the Flash is. What the chat is. What does the yeah. chat think? Okay, yeah. they're all over the place. So Alex thinks Ooh. that Plastic Man... W Genius. Dillett thinks uh, that he fits vigilante. Okay. Um, sure. All, oh my gosh, so many. Uh, Nisside 5 something something thinks Martian Manhunter. Um, totally Martian Manhunter. I can Manhunter. totally see that. That would be awesome. Mr. Johnny thinks Shazam. Is that our Johnny? No. No, I don't um, think so. Hey, John you know what? Smith, Animal Man. We're, we're, Shazam could be cool. You go with like a totally lean Shazam instead. I don't like that. I love my big... Yeah, and big old guy. though. And I gotta say old Joe John Shazam. says Ooh. Green Arrow. Sure. Uh, sure, okay. yeah, if you want. Yeah, we've got a lot. And, about, and goddamn agrees with you and says question. I, wanna, yeah. I want to. Um, I want. Cool. I want you guys in the chat room to smack me in the face when I throw this out. I, I didn't get a picture in in time, but the <laughs> new Fifty Two version of Lobo. Huh? Who's with me, guys? Look it up right now. Look, New 52 Lobo, and he's like, he's lean. He looks exactly like Matthew McConaughey. Like, I swear to God. It almost looks like they Nick Furied him because they were like, someday we want Matthew McConaughey to be Lobo. I don't know how anybody could not be with you when they see that face and how excited you get about it. (laughs) Somebody, Somebody said Brainiac. Oh, sure. Yeah. yeah, I can see that. Yeah, but I don't know how they're going to do Brainiac. Uh, Scott says Dark you, Side. How do you do yeah. Brainiac and make it Scott nothing could. like Ultron in Age of Ultron? Like, ah, that's true. You, and you really got to do that, too, you know? Yeah. It's weird. Is he, he could, he's, it's tough. That's a very typical character to see on. But we got to see Brainiac. That'll be really that interesting. That would be so freaking cool. So, okay, the McConaissance. Uh, here's one we were talking about. Oh, speaking of the Lobo <laughs> film, this was actually tied into the Lobo thing. There was that uh, article where there were the... the the director of San Andreas, who was supposed to be directing the Lobo film with The Rock, was basically saying it was too hard to get the film that they wanted to make made because there was no established DC Universe. So it was going to be one of those, uh, you know, like the poor Huron statement, the compromise second draft, you know, kind of thing. And I think they basically said Lobo was not for then. He is for now. He is for the future. Right. So just. Uh, speaking more on Lobo and why people were frustrated that it wasn't announced in the slate originally mm-hmm. back then, uh, the person who slated to direct it, Brad Payton, came out and said, I think what's happening with DC is that they've prioritized what they need to make first mm-hmm. in order yeah. to kind of lay a foundation yeah. for the DC universe. I compl- and I think that's a smart way to go. For lack of better words, duh. Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm not saying duh to him, but to the people that yeah. are like, why wasn't this? it's we, we need a universe before we can... Unfortunately, the first rule of business, and I'm not a businessman, but I heard is, is it's this thing called supply and demand. Mm-hmm. Right? Heard of when it. The, when, when, the, when the supply is high and the demand is high, everybody's happy. When the supply is high and the demand is low, it's not very good. So right now, we have a lot of supply of DC films. We have many films that we know are coming. We don't really know what the demand is going to be yet. That's true. We really don't. We're assuming that the audience is there, mm-hmm. but we don't know. We're planning 10 years without really knowing. And the only way that demand is going to be there is if people go crazy over this product. If they start delivering 
really, really good product. Right. You're not going to get the demand off the back for Lobo as you would for Wonder Woman. Right. right. Like yeah. Guardians of the Galaxy, for example. It's like just putting that Marvel moniker up front. People are like, pow, everything Marvel makes is a good time. At yeah. least worth the price of admission. Right. I mean, you've got to say that, right? About just about every Marvel Studios movie is at least worth the money you paid for the ticket. I, yeah, I, would say. I agree. Um, so, yeah, once there is a demand, yeah, Lobo will come out. I, you know, and I don't really know the new 52 Lobo, to be honest. I just know what no, he looks like. Do I. I know the design, and it's a totally different design. Like, yeah. he's way um, slimmer. <laughs> Way I, love that. I didn't know what, what, how you were going to phrase that. It was good. It was good. Uh, there was an interesting article about a movie pilot about why DC will eventually take over Marvel, and what this, uh, you know, was basically, you know, purporting was that like as the DC film slate gets into full gear, uh, Marvel, as they get into um, Phase Three mm-hmm. and everything, they were going to start losing potentially their big stars. Right. Yes, that was really the crux of the article. Right. right. It absolutely was. I'm not even saying I necessarily agree with all parts of the article, but I do think DC has a great slate ahead for movies and for television. Um, and they said that the biggest problems going up against Marvel is that Chris Evans no longer wants to play Captain America, which may or may not be true. Uh, Robert Downey Jr. is too old to play Iron Man after Infinity Wars, okay. which may or may not be true. true. And that um, Mark Ruffalo is going to be too old as well, which, again, That's may okay. or may not be true. <laughs> no, I mean... It's not really true. Hulk, just in that one case, Hulk can be in his 60s. Who cares? Yeah. I, that's why I said may or may not be true. Yeah. I, I don't but, happen to uh, to agree with all of this, but this was one person's opinion. It was an interesting right. article from Movie Pilot, so check it out. I Here's the problem I have with this idea, is that like I think that if, if it's true that Evans is not making more Captain Americas for a while or ever, and Downey Jr., like I think... The one thing that Marvel does so well is their new phases really don't revolve around those characters. Right. And I think that if you were to just give a five, six, seven, like eventually people are going to get tired of that. The way to stay ahead and keep, again, keep that demand high is by changing the game and giving the audience what they want before they even know they want it. You know, you don't want maybe Iron Man 5, 6, and 7. Maybe you want, like, Inhumans and Captain Marvel and these things that these flavors that we haven't even given you yet. That's how they're going to stay ahead of the game. You know, and DC is basically going to be in its first wave through 2020. Right. My whole theory on all of this is the entire time has just been, why can't both just excel? Why can't Marvel and DC both just excel? Yeah. I am really excited for the next 10 years for both entities. Like, wow, I think they can do great. All of them at the same time. I don't know. It's just, I guess it's one of those, like, healthy competition kind of things. But I, I completely agree. I, I want to see both succeed, especially since Marvel did kind of have a, a head start. I would like to see DC get more love that's, at one point. Yeah, I always want to go see a better movie. He doesn't want to see a better yeah. movie. Yeah. Uh, that's true. That's true. I just look at the platform so differently. I don't look at it whether I want the Celtics or the Lakers to win. I look at it about the Celtics and the Patriots. Like, I can want both of them. I can root for both of them right. at the same time. So, it's different different sports. So, those are two different sports Yeah, there. they're different sports for me. Okay. Marvel me, and DC. I can different see that. Sports. Like, they're in, like, their own yes. league. They're in their own league, and they're doing their own stuff, but you want them both to excel in what they do. I, they're both comics, I would of course, say, yeah. but uh, they're just, to me, they both can kick butt. Yeah. I would say they're both football, maybe one's arena football. Okay. Closer. Closer to what I... Maybe? Yeah, totally. I understood what you meant, though. Yeah. (laughs) I would say maybe one is, like, the Giants, and one is that arena football team owned by Kiss. What are they called? The Kiss? Oh, I have no idea. There's a Kiss... There is true. Gene Simmons has an arena football league. Yeah. I I know what you're talking about. I just don't know for the life of me what the name of the team is. I'm going to look it up. You should. No, I'm kidding. I don't even watch football or arena (laughs) football, really. I thought they do. Uh, Um... So, uh, Arrow Stephen Amell talks about DC shows crossing over. Yeah, I know this Los is. Los Angeles Kiss. Are you ready? The Los Angeles Kiss. There yeah. you go. Yeah, yeah, talk to me. So, this, I guess, would be TV time. TV oh, time. Yeah, TV time, TV time. No, when John's not here, it doesn't work as well because uh-huh. we're around. No, no, this TV is great. Time, TV time, TV time, TV time. Everybody listening is fascinated right now. Keep going. This is getting better. You gotta chime in. You gotta chime in. TV, 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 TV time. TV, TV. It's about to peak. I can tell. I feel so bad. I'm sorry, Johnny. No, it's awesome, Johnny. Johnny, I miss you. So. Stephen Amell talks about DC shows crossing over. Oh, my word. That was good. Yeah. Thank you. Sound I mean, like, I sound like my aunt. I was like, what's happening? It couldn't have been your Stephen Amell impression, though. No, 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 no. 
Uh, yeah. I, I mean, yeah. Now, are you talking Supergirl here? What are you talking about? What are you talking about? Well, just with, um, obviously, Supergirl's trailer and then Legends of Tomorrow and all this, we've already seen Flash and Arrow crossovers. Yeah. Uh, my biggest... <clears throat> these poor actors are going to be so... Swamped. Yeah, they, they're. It's not like they're, they're not filming. Poor. Yeah, that's no, not true. No, no, not true. no I don't, And I also don't poor. feel bad for them at all because I just don't. But the amount of hours that they are working just on their own show, and then they also are going to be making appearances on Legends and on Flash and Arrow. Uh, it still, to me, seems as if Supergirl is going to be in the same universe, but will never cross over. Yeah, which I know you talked about a lot last week, and I was sitting there in the booth at that time going, ah, I don't understand what's going on with this TV show, because at the same time, I did hear the same thing where it's like, oh, it's in the same universe, and I'm like, but... But if, the, if Superman is involved, doesn't people know who Super... What? I'm right? So, it's I'm, a big deal, right? It was to me. That's why I was sitting in the booth like, ah, The existence of it. Superman... This is what I was saying. Like, the existence of Superman is not something that you could just casually slide in in season four of Arrow. Mm-hmm. Right. Because he's never been referenced before. Like, yeah. you either have to deal with the arrival of Superman, which is like... It's just weird to me. So... And yet, it would have been weird if they introduced a Supergirl in which there was no Superman. Yeah. Which would be equally as weird, which is why the concept of this show at its origin is a little flawed. I mean, I'm I'm happy that they're finally making a TV show. Well, I mean, not a TV show that has a strong female lead, per se, but just it's just nice to finally have a, a female superhero have its TV show. I agree with That's that. That's awesome. But at the same time, I'm like, oh, I don't like how you're constructing it, especially with the whole, like, oh, she's an assistant for some... Uh... Mm. This is one of those where I really really, really am going to try to keep as quiet as I can about it until it comes out. Yeah. Because I just don't know and I don't want to go extreme one way or the other because yeah. I just don't know. I was, I was pretty positive about it and then over the week I heard like more and more vitriol. Like people were really hating it. on it. Like I stayed um, away from it. I, I, I mean, again, yeah, I mean, may, yeah, maybe it'll be terrible. I, I don't know, but I mean, I thought it looked good. I mean, I thought it looked... Interesting and funny, and it had like a really good kind of comic booky tone. I just I don't know how it's going to be at CBS. It's a different world. Yeah, um, but aren't they the sister network kind of? Yeah, like yeah. CW. Well, or some CBS sort? owns. But that's CW. not even yeah. what I mean. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, they could cross over, but I mean, just like a CBS show has its own sort of flavor about it. True. Like, you know, uh, isn't a Big Bang Theory a CBS show? Yeah. Is yes. It? Yeah. So that's like the most popular show I mean, in the world. I mean, I don't have I don't have extreme doubts that it's going to do terrible. I feel like it, people will watch it. I'm just scared with writing wise. I'm a little I'm a little off with it. But I did. I think my favorite thing from that from the giant first look trailer was her costume progression. I really liked how she was kind of that like, was awesome. That like she was testing it out. I thought that was really right. cool as someone who is a new superhero is trying to test it out, especially with her age and everything. I like think that. the effects are going to be great too. Yeah. I think the flying and everything is going to look really cool. It looked awesome. On top of talking about the crossovers between these two TV shows and on Supergirl and all that, Stephen also started talking about the crossover or potential crossover between the movie universe and the TV universe. See, I feel like that might be too much. I mean, I'm happy because they're doing that, but at the, like, yeah. with the whole like Agents of Shield and like and and the Marvel movies, but at the that's same time, more seamless. Well, yeah, this they're casting the same roles with different <clears throat> actors, so yeah. it's right. it's going to be more challenging. Well, what yeah. DC always has to fall back on is to say this is the multiverse. There yeah. are different yeah. Earths, which right. I think is fine in existence you don't have to it's just there it doesn't mean that you have to say oh well, they could cross over sure they could yeah. but it doesn't mean that they have to anytime soon and I don't necessarily think that they should I've, I've talked a lot about that on this show before we know that right um, but I'm, I'm okay with uh, the shows existing in their own pocket universes I am a little concerned about uh, overcrowding of all the DC TV shows everywhere and if that could potentially have a negative effect on the films on those big monster opening weekends oh, okay. because the core base will always be there but I see like uh, is the reason why these movies started to blow up so much is because all these other people started to see the films mm-hmm. I'm worried that this overexposure could eventually you're going to lose that extra group of people and like they it might start to crumble a little bit I understand what you're saying totally but I actually think that something the example that I'll give is the TV show for The Flash is creating such a fan base for the character of The Flash that that show is going to that movie is going to do even better on opening weekend. I completely because agree. Because they've created an audience that wasn't necessarily there, which was the CW audience. Mm-hmm. I yeah. don't know if everybody watching on CW would have necessarily gone to see The Flash if they weren't big Flash fans now. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, you, you know, uh, what I would say to that is, you know, then you also risk... 
you know, disappointing people when, like, they go see the Flash movie and it has nothing to do whatsoever with that Flash TV show. Absolutely. Yeah, but I, at the same time, I mean, I, I totally agree with that, but I also like the fact that if it does introduce a whole different type of, uh, not world, but, you know, story, that it will maybe, you know, broaden uh, people's horizons to a bit, maybe? But don't you think that there's, if you have, like, you know... Joe and Jane, average so-and-so, that go right. see these films and don't really care. They turn on one channel and it's Flash, Legends of Tomorrow, and it's Arrow, and then flip over here and it's Gotham, and at the same time I flip over here and it's Supergirl, and then I'm like, all right, I'm going to go check out the weird channels. I'm like, well, TNT, all right, I like basketball, and it's like, oh, these uh, Teen Titans are over there, and it's like, ah, I cannot yeah. literally escape, and it's Heroes Reborn, and it's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., and it's Perry Card, and it's like, it's such an influx. At some point, is the public going to be like, enough superhero stuff? Uh, they I haven't with vampires. Yeah. They haven't with... Sure they have. I don't I think, think the vampire so. thing has toned way down. Well, uh, as, of, as of recent, sure. But. And the last couple of vampire films have tanked. Dracula Untold tanked. Vampire Academy, whatever. No, tanked. that movie was really awful. Yeah. They were both awful. So what I'm saying is I would say that vampires is like this right now. There's not like a swelling uh, encouragement, enthusiasm for vampires like there was seven I years ago. I just feel ago. like superheroes have just standed the test of time. So even, yes, we are kind of bombarded with all of this superhero stuff. I think for, at least for right now, I feel like everybody wants it. And then maybe eventually... I think the bubble is filling. And yeah. I think it will pop. Yeah, and I think at that point you'll see where the, you know, I think it will still be filled with the true diehard fans, and then maybe the general public will be like, okay. I right, I which means, which means, all I'm saying is that the overall, you know, people, one of the questions that we had, the Twitter, like, that we were going to get to is, like, how much money does Batman v Superman have to make to be yeah. uh, a success? At some point, I think... The, the 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 box office numbers aren't just going to keep growing and growing. Like I, I think that there might be some tapering effect that eventually happens if if that you know superhero fatigue or whatever does take so, so with the general public again not talking about the core fan base here. Since we are in TV time, I did want to take this question because it is relevant from Mister Johnny in the chat. Why is DC splitting their franchises? Shouldn't Supergirl be on CW? Do you think that would help if there was just a superhero channel and then you weren't flipping through and it was everywhere? It's like if you go to this channel, you knew that you were going to get uh, a bunch no, of superhero shows. I, I would say that I think that Supergirl is going to be an expensive show. I think mm-hmm. that CBS is much bigger budget than uh, CW and I think that if if it is true that it is like a sister network, then I think CBS probably wants a little bit of that um, DC flavors too that are, are doing so well, like a little bit of that taste. Right. And you never know, maybe CBS maybe at one point might move it to CW, and then maybe they'll see how it does. You know, if let's say it doesn't do well there, well that would be mean, a step backwards. I mean, I mean that would I be a like sign of failure. Yeah. I mean, it could be, but I mean at the same time, I, I kind of agree with what uh, Mr. Johnny says, where I think it should all be on one channel because mm-hmm. I feel like it is kind of too much to sit there and be like, oh what channel is Supergirl on and what channel is Aquaman mm. on and things like that when I would rather be like oh CW the superhero channel Interesting. I don't know if I don't know I don't know if I agree with that um, I don't know either but it's an interesting point um, but to talk about I just think they would make more money that way I, money, 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 money. I don't know if they would though, you know, because I guess the idea is to have the most amount of viewers at like all the times okay. possible. So you want to bring in some of a somewhat of a different dynamic, a different demographic. But CW shows do play like CW shows. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, I guess. I mean, just so you know, everybody wants you to know that CW isn't a failure. CW is up and coming. CW is up and coming. Wait, but did he say it was a failure? No, I said that if you he were to... He said to step back, it would be... Oh, right. If you were to put a show on CBS, I, I would say, it, and I they moved it to CW, it wouldn't be because it was such a big success that they had to move it to CW. There that are was plenty of shows that do better on CW than on CBS, though. That's true. Overall numbers-wise? Yeah. 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 All right. All right. Well, we will see. This is something else that they're trying. Stop, Stop disrespecting, disrespecting CW. CW. Thanks. <laughs> I, yo, listen to this. I cover Vampire Diaries. I cover all the yeah, DC shows. I, I bow down to CW. All, most of my after shows are all CW shows. Um, 100 I do uh, not messengers. bow down to CW. I think CW does a lot of things that take me out of uh, the reality. That's just me. You, you, you don't are. have to feel that way. Oh. I will say that I think The Flash is amazing. The Flash is an amazing show. We'll and take it. Let's yeah. talk about that Jay Garrick helmet that we saw on the season finale. Oh, my God. I Spoilers, whatever. That was also in a trailer. I squealed um, my little That little helmet out. flies out there. What are you thinking? 
What do you think this could mean? That it's time for me to get out of here. That's what he said. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> um, what does that mean? I'm so ready. Cool. I'm ready for the for for Earth Two or Earth One storyline mm. to be involved. That's what I'm waiting so for. So just a total parallel universe. I'm so down, especially with him. So him. Grant Gustin. One with the speed force. Zoop, zoop, zoop. I'm in alternate reality right now. Who's this guy, Jay Garrick, being the Flash like 30 years ago or something? I think that it's a complete Easter egg because we already announced that we probably are seeing Wally West next season. I, know. I don't think that we're going to end up seeing Jay. I just think it was showing this is what's mm-hmm. in our universe. And this it could make first. Yes. Wally's yeah. my favorite. And I'm totally Flash. fine with that. But I will say this the groundswell and the hype that may be caused by all, uh, all of us. Could lead to it actually. They're being right. right. We are going to play so, but I think it would be cool. Maybe not next season, but the season after. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You it know, doesn't have to be definitely. right away. Yeah. We don't need to have three flashes at the same time. Oh, Sizzler Kissler on his way out from the Marvel show. I asked him what he thought it meant, and he was telling me he said, you know, maybe uh, Jay Garrick was operating as the Flash back in the day, like around the time Mark Hamill's trickster was being the trickster, and he was just more clandestine about it. Mm. Oh. You know, this idea that we know we existed, we were the whole time, we just used to not like put ourselves on the newspaper and I was like, I'm the Flash dude, I don't have to be seen, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like we were more careful about it. Huh, it's interesting. And I definitely think that they were showing us we know what we're doing, and I didn't know how many people would pick up on it, but everybody, everybody knew. There's Again, so many Easter eggs. No spoilers, but what about the actual ending where he just like he takes off and Wait, he's so, not so even spoilers? So yeah, no. yeah. I'm like, no, no, no. These are spoilers. <laughs> these are spoilers, <laughs> but whatever. You're spoiled. You're spoiled rotten. Yeah. That you yeah. have that you've had the opportunity to see this and you haven't seen it. You're spoiled. So <laughs> I'm going to spoil you. You know, when he takes off, he's not even running on the ground anymore. Like that. That ending was such a. It, it so was cool, cool in that it was like not a cliffhanger. It wasn't like, oh, where are they going? It was like you're excited to see what's coming next. They just busted open the world of possibilities. Man, they nailed it. I can't talk about how much I loved that finale. But try. I, I, here's here's the thing. There's I thought, no words for me. Right. I was just tears. And Who happiness. gave that to you? Oh, there Guys, you go. Oh, yeah, you have to is, talk about that. This is from Jeff Johns. What? This is from Jeff Johns. Uh, so, David Rapport, the casting director of Supergirl, of Legends, of Arrow, of Flash. He also did Gospel Girl on 90210 and a million other things. Uh, he came in for the season finale of The Flash to cover it on After Buzz with us. And before he left to come see us, he was on set and he turned to Jeff Johns and was like, Ooh, I'm, I'm going to see these people and I want to bring them some stuff. So, he gave me this t-shirt that I'm wearing. And he gave me this from from Jeff. He also said he'd set up a a tour of DC if you guys want to come. Uh, so yes, He's so you sinewy. have me at tour and D- what? I know, I know. And then really? we go see Supergirl being Is filmed that on set. All of us? Yeah, well, we'll see. We'll see the strings I can pull. I want to go. Yeah. All right. Go. Uh, yeah. So it was. It's awesome. But this is a cool little. It's, it's a little kind of heavy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He, I took it out of the box. He said, "I thought it was going to be bigger than that." I was like, "It's big enough. Trust me, it looks great." Um, so yeah, it, it the size of that is fine. So anyway, though, I, I thought the Flash did the most incredible, incredible job. I can't believe that was a season one finale. Oh, and so listen, good though. Some people on some of the shows last week. I'm always a big proponent of saying all these shows should be 12 episodes. None of them should be 23. And people are like, some people were like, yeah, totally agree. Like Daredevil, like this. And other people were like, no, I want more shows because it's more fun. I like to see develop. Look, the Flash did a great job with the 23 episode season, but that's season one. It gets harder. Okay, and it gets harder and harder to make more compelling stories. And look what kind of happens with shows like Arrow that can like look, I like it, but like man, did it go off the rails in a lot of different places? You twelve episodes this mother, I'm telling you, I'm telling you. I just feel like it's set up for so much to happen, especially since there's so many things in the Flash universe. So I like that they did that, even though yes, it was a season one finale. But I liked the 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 writing, the pacing, everything about that episode was just. Wow, yeah. it was amazing. I love all the references to like how amazing. the costume evolves. Even when we saw, you know, again, spoilers, whatever, no spoilers, <laughs> Flash from the Future that like really digitized like some great effects on yeah, the show. So like Rod, like some of the best effects I've, I've seen on TV. What's going on with uh, Killer Frost oh. and, and Vibe and all that. Oh, yeah. that oh Vibe, right now he's got his yeah. right, so, oh, Vibe. So people yeah. are making fun of me in the chat oh, for name my. dropping now, but you made me do it. What? what? You made oh. name drop a little. Never drop no, me. A name drop? What? Yo, I'll drop this name right now, Maury Povich. All right? And I'm going to keep you wondering what that means. I'm not even going to tell you. 
So let Roxy drop names. Okay. Mori Povich. Okay, First look at Preacher. They're liking the 12 episodes. They're liking the 12 episodes. Someone just passed out Roxy. You want to go to Red Lobster? I really like Red Lobster, actually. They have clam chowder. I have never been. It's good. I would hold out for at least a McCormick and Schmick's invitation. Oh, okay. If you're going to ask Roxy out for seafood, at least respect her enough on a McCormick and Schmick's level. Okay, I'm I'm gonna hold somebody to that. You're you're better than Red Lobster. Thank you, thank you, um, thank you. The TV show I'm most excited about for right now, I've said, is probably oh, yeah. going to be a 12 or 13 episode, and that is the Seth Rogen uh, and Evan Goldberg directed Preacher. Go ahead, preach uh, about so, it. Huh, so there's a still, you. there's an image. We got Jesse Custer and R Space, Dominic Cooper playing the role of Jesse Custer. Oh, so I, I think that Seth Rogen actually Instagram or tweeted this out. Comments, oh guys. I want to know who's really who's really Red Preacher. Who's Red Preacher? Who has it? I read every single one. It is it is a page turner. Do you read all Vertigo? Do you? No, mm-hmm. I'm no. I'm the most mainstream, lamest person when it comes to comic taste. Yes, that's what I think. But about it was you. just so, so oh, yeah, mainstream and lame. But I, I um, yeah, Preacher was one of those things. It was like, ugh, you just pour through it. And again, beginning, middle, and end. It's a great story. I'm so excited to see what Rogan brings to this. This gets me very excited. Ladies, are you excited for this? I'm really excited, especially after you gave all... Because I still haven't seen that, I have to say, with Daredevil. And I know that that's your favorite right now. And yeah. you want Preacher to do for DC what Daredevil has for Marvel. And I'm hoping it does that just for well, you. I mean, just by nature of the fact that it's Vertigo, it's always going to be a little bit more mature. That's yeah, what Vertigo which, is. And so. C, which is also going to be more oh, mature. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's why I think that was a really good network to be on in the first place. So, yes, right. I think that if it does go the same... Route. I'm I'm literally on the last two episodes of Daredevil. That if it does go that route, it's it's going to be a high time, awesome it, TV mm. show. Sorry, I, can't, right. I don't have words no, because they, I'm so excited. They, yes. they know what to do too um, with like Walking Dead and exactly. whatnot. So they, I just I believe. Yeah, not believe. every show is great on AMC, <laughs> believe, but they do a lot of great shows. Like I said, like AMC, FX, those are the really cool cable channels where yeah. you can get mature content that's not quite as as R-rated as a Showtime, HBO, Cinemax kind of thing, but they can be very they, adult. They teeter right on And they don't do 23-episode shows. And why do you think that is? Why do you think that is? Do you think they're idiots over there? That's why they do it? Because they're morons? I don't think that's why. Was that you that. getting up in arms yeah. about something? I was like, really. whoa. I, mean, I, know, I know Walking Dead is 16, but like they break it up. Eight and eight. Beautifully yeah. beautiful. Mm-hmm. Their season finale is very sexy. We'll see what happens with that extra Walking Dead show. Yeah. Well, Interesting. Oh, yeah. But, I, isn't I it called begin. something something Can we talk Walking about Dead? that? I know it's not. It's, uh, it's not. Who puts out Walking Dead? Is that Image? It's called something something Walking Dead. What's the next one called? Fear <laughs> the Walking Dead. Fear the Walking Dead. Yeah, Fear the Walking Dead. Worst title for a show that you could possibly have. I don't understand. I don't know. I Oh my god. I'm not gonna think about the title. I'm just hoping the content. I like the idea creativity. that it takes place in the early days of the zombie apocalypse. I well, think that's, that's, what I, that's cool. what I wanted. No creativity. No creativity with that title. <laughs> Fear Fear the the title. Really? She's on fire. Yeah. Roxy's on fire. <laughs> that just pissed me off. Yeah. Uh, be more creative. I kinda, love Walking Dead. I love that show. Yeah, I'm just putting it behind me. I'm just like, I need to see we'll this see. content. I want it to be really good. And I and I was thinking the whole time, even watching Walking Dead and also reading it that I just I want more of just the beginning. Like that's why I like the game so much. The mm-hmm. Walking Dead game with Lee was because it was literally at the start. Did you so just want to fear good. them? Did, did you feel like fearing them? Yeah, kind of. I don't know. I, that's just my own personal opinion. I always like it when I get more, more, uh, not more story, but more. Um, I don't know what the word is. Just I don't know. I just that's my that's my shtick. And back to okay. DC. <laughs> okay, so uh, I like your shtick. A lot of stuff on TV in the future. Um, Does that sound like TV time is done? It sounds like TV time is Aww. done. Team is there? A, oh, there's a there's an exit TV theme too. Time. Come on back so, to TV time with Roxy. If you've watched our show before, you've seen me uh, in that freaking epic Max Fleischer Superman shirt. And uh, that's because that's going to be like Superman's costume is going to be rocking jeans right. and a Fleischer t-shirt. I don't know if he knows it's a Fleischer t-shirt in that world. But... <laughs> it kind of is. So <laughs> uh, now it's come about that we know actually how Superman loses the costume. And you can actually see this and read all these panels. And it's really, really cool Like what happens. Apparently, ah! Superman has undergone some Great kind of uh, genetic you. mutation. He is losing his powers. He's still kind of tough. But, I mean, he's like traipsing through the Arctic. And, and, and he's freezing. And he has to fight off all these ninjas or zombie ninjas or something and then he basically um okay spoilers we don't want to hear how superman loses his costume just like turn around right now so you really i'm just kidding like you read that yeah i have so basically fortress of solitude says like 
organic scan, not a genetic match. Yeah. I take it all away. Takes off the shield, takes the cape away. And he's like, but I'm still Superman. I'm still. <laughs> it made me kind of sad though, as it's like flying to pieces, getting yeah. shredded. But hey, it's, it's a great. Yeah. I guess my question is: I mean, look, we know if we read comics, they're always doing stuff like this. They're yeah. always doing fun things like this. Doesn't mean Superman. Obviously, he's going to get his cape back, and it's going to be an epic double splash page, you That's know, freaking thing. Page. And he's going to get all his powers back, and it'll be a new version of the newest new Superman costume. Um, but in the meantime, do you think that this is something that they could play with in the movies? Do you ever see like a storyline like this in a solo Superman film, which seems like fifty years away right. from now, where we just didn't have to? deal with the, a bigger world and a Justice League and it's just like a Superman movie do you, you know almost like a, 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 a freaking uh, a, like a red kryptonite kind of story where like or Superman 2 where he's depowered for a while I feel like my own personal opinion I think it would be good to see I really think so but I don't know if the general public will like to see that I feel like they're more into the whole world building kind of thing right because of that I could more see this in something like a TV show yep. or week to week yeah. Definitely, it's a issue. plot line you almost have to mind. Like, right, Supergirl yeah. loses her powers for a couple of episodes yeah. because of it. And honestly, I seem to remember, like, the Superboy live-action show that I believe was on CBS, too, I want to say, back in the day, the Superboy show, which was great. Metallo on that show, that was an awesome show. I think they messed with, like, some of the fun, weird kryptonites on the show. That's the thing, is, like, DC has this really humorous side. You know, when you go back to the, the 60s comics and, like, there were all those continuities, which is, like, all the pre-crisis stuff with some Sometimes Batman had white sideburns, and sometimes he had a gut, and there was Batmite there. It was like nothing took itself so seriously. And you had gold and blue and lavender uh, and lace kryptonite. Uh, I mean, those are always fun stories to tell. I don't know that... You're right. In a movie, when you have to wait, at this point, like seven years between Superman appearances on I don't know if we can film. spend time on that. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um... So, that's cool. And then finally, you wanted to talk about uh, one of your favorite uh, performers. Yeah, I honestly oh didn't even God. know if this would make it onto the list of things we talked I'm... about today. It was just funny. I'm not going to say that much about it. Uh, Rihanna decided <laughs> to dress up as Robin, and it's become a big deal. And they are not happy about it. And they do not want her name associated with the <clears> costume, <throat> the name Robin, or anything. Uh, like if it. you guys are curious about the story, go check it out. That's about all. Worth it for that picture alone. Yeah. it was. It's just Love funny. It. They're Love very it. protective over their characters, and I could understand why they don't want Rihanna coming out. I'm more offended <laughs> that someone tries to like trademark like a first name like that. That's so annoying. I don't want to live in a world where that could be done. <laughs> Okay, so that's all I'm going to say about that. Uh, do we have any questions that we want to acknowledge from the people? Uh, we talked about that one question. I do. How much money? Yeah, so that question is from Nathan, uh, from at Greg Nathan says, what do you consider a success for BVS? Like how much money it makes and its audience response? Okay, what do you think? What do we think? Want to go around here? Uh, are we talking opening weekend? Or are we talking total? I'm assuming basically total world gross. World international. Gross, international. Okay. Ooh, um, man, I can't even... For them to can say, like, hey, we've arrived, Marvel. Not, like, getting away. Not, like, to say, like, what? Really, like, drawing the line in the sand, saying, hello, Marvel. All right. We are DC. We are Warner Brothers. We've been here for some time. And now you must respect us. What is that number? All right. Oh, it, 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 movies are doing pretty well this yeah. year. Yeah. Um, uh, it depends on what they look like next year. I would love, and this is not the minimum it has to make, but it's really what I think it could do. Internationally, I would love this to be in the billion dollar club. Oh, a one billion. Really? Yeah, okay. and I think it could. Okay. I think it could hit one okay. billion. That's not what it would have to do to be successful. Okay. But I think it could. And. Alexis? I. I don't think I would put it that high. I would probably put it close to that, though. Definitely still in the Not what you think it's going to do, what you think it needs to do to be deemed very successful. Well, the, uh, oh, then, yeah, probably on the same level, then. Yeah. A little Rossi. less. A yeah, little maybe less. a little less than that, right. but... Well, I've say, said the same thing. Uh, sort of. I'm saying it needs to do a billion dollars yeah. to really... Not to say that it's not going to make money if it makes seven hundred million, but like right, I, I yeah. think I think Amazing Spider-Man two made over seven hundred million dollars right. worldwide, and it was enough of a fiasco that they're like, we need to start over uh, on top of everything else that happened. And with we that. know Avengers just made with, a billion with and- all the hype surrounding and as these box offices keep going up and more mm-hmm. billion dollar movies, if Batman v Superman shows up next year 
and doesn't make a billion internationally, there will be people who say, and probably rightly so, that it, it is it could be considered a so failure. So C. Rivera says one point two billion. Joe John Virk says one point five. Dallas Jackson says nine hundred million. So we're all in a similar yeah. ballpark. Yeah. I think it's going to do more like one point five. I think it's going to be big. I think it's going to be super super big boy time. Uh, yeah. Jasmine in the chat says two billion for sure. It could. I mean, yeah, I mean, it has the potential. If it, look, I've talked about like the superhero bubble, like on this thing, like Batman v Superman, like depending on how it does, like it could be at the apex of this thing. If this film delivers, like if this film is good. Every, who's not going to go see it? These are the two I, most recognizable you characters under on the planet. You see you. what Marvel has been able to do with secondary characters, and I respect it so much. But if you can finally get uh, be put, be, putting Batman and Superman on the screen at the same time, this could be huge. That's why I say it Ooh. must make at least a billion for it to be a, a smash, because if not, they've, they've missed a huge opportunity. I don't know if we have time for one more question, but I also wanted to ask this for you guys since I haven't been on the panel. Uh, would you rather go to... Who's this from? Oh, this is uh, Matthew... Uh, Picknett, which is Matthew underscore Picknett. I'm sorry if I said your last name wrong. Uh, would you rather? It's your go- fault for not writing it, it properly, yep. <laughs> Matthew. <laughs> would you rather go to an early screening of Batman vs Superman or wait till opening night, night with a crowd? I would say opening night with a crowd, just because I love getting the reactions. I, I would. I want to do both. I want to go to the early. Hey, that wasn't the question. It wasn't whether you want to do both. <laughs> I mean, you can. Either you didn't or. say you can't pick that. Um, don't that's a that's a you can't pick that. <laughs> if I could only do one, I would say opening night because I do love the crowd. But the, an early screening would be a really big crowd too. But it would be more a Hollywood crowd. No, this yeah. is a crowd with seven people, and one of them are Larry King. <laughs> is that is that what he said? I, guess I missed so. that part of the question. I, think I have more information about the question. <laughs> I read more into the question. Yes. You, just read, you, you are reading the between line. the lines, and yeah. I clearly missed something. So in that scenario, it's a small screening in Beverly Hills. Larry King is in attendance. Six other people. There's free popcorn at the screening. How about Sour Patch Kids? Because that's the game changer. I'll give you Sour Patch Kids. Ooh. I would still do an I'm opening still doing, night. Yeah, I'm doing opening yeah. night. I'm opening night. Opening yeah. night. Um... Yeah. yeah. You're going to uh, sound real pretentious now if you're going with Larry King. I'm going to say, I would ra- I, I would like to say opening night with you because like I saw Mad Max last week and it oh, was like God. seeing it with a movie that has applause in it, you forget how much fun that is. And, and Mad Max, there were several applause breaks. That having been said, if I get the call, do you want to go to an opening night screening uh, or a week no. earlier and I already have my opening night ticket purchased? Mm-hmm. I'm definitely going to the early screening. Now, I should also say, I am supposedly going to see it a week early because I went to that thing at the IMAX where we saw the right. trailer. You went too, right? No. Oh, no, this is just you saying, ah, fango, you're back on it. Um, so, but that screening will probably be a packed screening. It will be early. Right. So early and packed, definitely. Uh, if it's early and small, then it's much. And if it's like opening night and loud and the movie's great, oh god, that's what's better than that? Yeah. Okay. Do we have time for another question? Do we? One more? One okay. must. Yes, we're getting the go ahead. One more. Um, okay. Ooh, this is coming from, and I'm going to ask this one. I'm going to ask this one in vain. Oh, because you got asking for from at straight snuggles, dropping hints of Green Lantern. Mythos, do you think we could see him pop up in the near future on TV? That was my worst Bane cat uh, yet, but meow. Uh, so you're saying that was like, was that do, you, do you think the... Green Lantern could uh, will pop up on TV? Because there was a hint of Flash and Arrow. Diggle? Are you talking about the Diggle no, thing? No, no, no. They made a Green Lantern reference this week. Oh. Um, when they get to that, uh, when Flash gets, or last week. Coastal City there, reference? No, in the planes. And he says that the reason that the airport had been shut down, mm-hmm. it was a it was a Green, Green Lantern, Lantern reference. Yeah. Right. What do you mean? The air, what, what, Ferris Airport? Because like something had happened. Yeah, I don't yeah, remember specifically don't remember what, what they was. said, but something I know that the happened. Ferris name had been used. Yeah, yeah, and they said that it had been shut down and they'd been doing testing. Oh, so you're saying the reason the airport was shut down was related to the something Green potentially yeah. Green Lantern. Right. Like there was maybe like a, a crash from outer space or something and they were covering it up or I something like that. I don't think they that. specified. I can't remember. Yeah, they, they were something. It was something it along be, those lines. It would be nice. I have it written down. I gotta say, man, um, I don't know. I mean, at some point I'm really gonna think it's like if everybody is also on TV as well, it's like, I don't know. 
I don't know it, how I feel about I mean, about I know that. that DC was trying to go that route to make sure everything was going to be on weird. And, and then who is, you know, they referenced like Diggle's going to become someone too. Yeah, that's what somebody was, um, was hoping that he was going to be. But he's got it. They said it. I mean, they said yeah. you've got to cover yourself up. This is what the reference was. So they were at Ferris Air Force Base, which is where Hal Jordan works, and someone said it got shut down because a test pilot, Hal's job, went missing, presumably due mm-hmm. to the events of receiving the Grand Lantern Corpse ring. There it is. Oh, yeah. that is cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that's super cool. That's almost like... There you missing go. pilot, yeah. yeah and everybody's saying. Mm-hmm. Um, also, the, the, I, I know, I know, Bing Cat got a little British tonight. Oh, I know. Did. What do you mean? He's always a little British. Like, British. Mr. Wayne, he's, he's kissing your little box with his British self. Yeah, he got very British. Yeah, I got <laughs> <laughs> yes, that happened. Anyway. Yeah, well, he definitely in the movie Dark Knight Rises, yeah. he didn't sound like he was from like Isla Nubar or wherever <laughs> he was from, or Isla, Isla Nubar. Is that Jurassic Park or, or DC? I'm getting confused. Um, uh, yeah, he was from some Cuban island or something like that. Definitely didn't sound Cuban or Latino at all. <laughs> One more question. I think we're okay. They just want to ask us. This one's really quick. This is from David Prez. Says, "Are y'all gonna watch BVS together?" No. No. <laughs> no. I have I have my own little my little DC crew that I usually go with to see DC stuff. But I would like Excuse to. Excuse me. The answer is certainly yes. At some point. <laughs> Great. At some point. There you go. Well, I usually like to. Why are do you going to watch with us? Movie dates yeah. with Roxy. Yeah, because I'm obviously going to uh, and then, an early screening. Okay, yeah, I'm not thinking for the first time. He's so rude. I know. Yeah. Are you? Oh, I'm take kidding. I don't know. No, I hope we do. I hope we all get get to go to the same screening together. I really do. Uh, yeah. There's just so many more questions. We'll answer them next week, guys. All I right. am looking at the chat. I swear, just you guys are the best. Us and we'll answer them. Just tweet us again. I'm Adam Gertler at Adam Gertler. I'm Roxy Stryer at Roxy Stryer. And I'm Alexis Torres at A Torres 890 being complicated. That's <laughs> what oh, I do. What, you've dropped What's 10? Wrong? You're done? What's no, wrong? I'm good. We're good. Thank you very much, everyone. Have a great week. I'm not sure if I'll be here next week, but someone will. We'll have a show for you, as we always do. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks, and I uh, look for forward to on the webs. Uh, bye. From producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, we would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit popcorntalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of the Popcorn Talk Network or its owners or principals.